0: Greetings, and welcome to the August 5th, 2020 edition of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newscast, a rundown in brief of what's happened and what's happening. I'm your host, Sean Tubbs. Today's installment comes courtesy of the Charlottesville Podcasting Network, recording and presenting interesting audio about our community since 2005. Search through the archives at siebelpodcast.com. Virginia Governor Ralph Northam and the leaders of five other states have written to the Rockefeller Foundation to announce their intent to work together to purchase rapid COVID-19 testing technology consistent with the plan put together by the foundation last month. The foundation's website reads, "...the testing is the only way out of our present disaster, and it will remain the case until a vaccine or effective therapeutics are widely available." Their website contains a 51-page report with a strategy to get national testing capacity up to 30 million tests a week. That figure was at 4.5 million last month. Northam and the governors of Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, and Ohio announced intent to enter into an interstate compact to negotiate with two manufacturers of antigen tests to order 500,000 kits, which promise test results within 15 to 20 minutes. The Rockefeller Foundation will provide support with logistics. In a statement, Governor Ralph Northam said that the states are leading America's national response to COVID-19. North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper announced later in the day yesterday that his state would also join the compact. Governor Northam is expected to hold a press conference at 2 p.m. today. The Virginia Department of Health is reporting another 798 new cases of COVID-19 today, the lowest one-day total since July 9th, when 613 cases were reported. Another 30 deaths were counted, for a total of 2,274 to date. The seven-day average for positive PCR tests remains at 7.2 percent today. The Charlottesville City Council spent three hours yesterday on a listening session on policing in Charlottesville. City Manager Teron Richardson said the event was arranged after a Minneapolis police officer kneeled on George Floyd's neck for eight minutes, killing him. Dr. Richardson said many in the community have contacted both him and counsel.
1: We received a lot of emails, phone calls, uh, and a lot of one-on-one conversations with many other residents in our community uh, pertaining to uh, defunding the police department. Uh, as well as talking more about policing in our community. So, you know, tonight, I think, and I'm pretty sure that the council members will echo this, uh, is uh, what can we do to improve our overall relationship with the community uh, through uh, our working with the police and the community as a whole?
0: Dr. Richardson said he wanted to hear from people about how they would define defunding the police. Elizabeth Stark said she would rather use the term reinvesting.
2: Right now, we spend $18 million so that police can respond to mental health calls, um, substance use disorder calls, uh, chronic homelessness, and you know domestic and sexual assaults. These are not activities that are well-suited toward police responses. So the defund movement is asking that we shift funds away from paying the police to respond to these kinds of calls and support the community by putting into place um, a robust network that is trained and able to answer these calls with the kind of sensitivity they warrant.
0: Don Gathers, a former member of the Police Civilian Review Board, asked counselors to support a more robust CRB with the power to subpoena officers. If we can take some steps to try to prevent or put some things in place so that when things do occur, we have a means, a method, and a vehicle in order to check those things uh, before they balloon out of control. We certainly need to do so. In all, 42 people spoke and 1,200 people watched the event live, according to City Communications Director Brian Wheeler. The session can be seen on the city's website. Dr. Richardson said council will return to the topic in the near future. The General Assembly will convene for a special session on August 18th. Pre-filed bills include one from Senator Thomas Normant that would ban the police from using neck restraints. In government meetings today, the Albemarle County Board of Supervisors meets at 2 p.m. and will hold four public hearings this evening. In one, Verizon is seeking permission to build a 116.7-foot-tall cell tower at the intersection of Wild Turkey Lane and Route 250 West. The county's wireless policy requires such a public hearing because this location is within 200 feet of a scenic byway. In another public hearing, a developer is seeking a rezoning for 32 and a half acres at the northern edge of Albemarle's Places 29 designated growth area. The rezoning request is from rural areas to plan residential development for a maximum of 100 residential units. This project is along the North Fork of the Rivanna River. The Planning Commission first heard this item on March 10th and voted 5 to 1 to recommend approval on May 19th. The Fluvanna County Board of Supervisors meets in person today, beginning at 4 p.m., with a meeting with several items related to how that county will use Federal CARES Act funding. That ranges from an agreement with the Community Investment Collaborative to budget transfers for the current and previous fiscal years. They'll also take action on a fire and rescue fleet study. And the Jefferson-Madison Regional Library will hold a virtual panel discussion on racial diversity in the library systems collections. The event will be moderated by Siri Russell, Albemarle County's Director of Equity and Inclusion. That event begins at 7 o'clock. And that's it for this installment of the Community Engagement Newscast. I hope you've enjoyed listening to it. If you have any questions or comments or anything you'd like us to know, please drop us a line to wordcast at gmail.com. We hope that you're enjoying this experiment and you're sending it on to some friends. If you're interested, there's also a Patreon account that you can support to make sure we can continue to grow. I'm Sean Tubbs, and thank you for listening. And don't forget, sievilpodcast.com.